Welcome to the Refuge Podcast. This podcast was launched from the idea to encourage college students on their walk to class, drive to work, or maybe just the mundane task of folding laundry in the basement of your dorm. Our passion and purpose is to equip and encourage you right where you are to be a disciple that makes disciples on your campus. We're invested in college students, whether you're 18 to 25, taking a gap year, maybe a fifth year senior, or attending school virtually, this is for you. Or hey, maybe you're just tuning in because you want to be a disciple that makes disciples, and we're quite okay with that too. Thanks for spending the next 15 minutes with us. Enjoy the conversation. A long time ago, I saw this video. It was one of those viral YouTube videos, and this specific video was from the (laughs) 70s or 80s, I don't remember, but it's by a band called Sunship. S-O-N-S-H-I-P. Look it up. And their number one hit song, I don't know this for a fact, but the video was a song called Jesus is a Friend of Mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I don't remember. The song is amazing. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus. Come on, Caitlin. Get into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus is a friend of mine. Here's how the verse goes. Taught me how to pray and how to save my soul. Taught me how to love my God and still play rock and roll. Anyway. I know a lot of the words. It has really stuck with you. It really has. And a lot of others for years. It is. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. It's a painful song to listen to (laughs) all the way through in a laughing way. It's just a great... Anyway, the video is awesome. Look it up if you are bored and need something to do. How about that play on words, though? Like, I just saw that on a church sign, too. It was like, sunrise service, S-O-N, rise. Come on. It was so cheesy. (laughs) Anyway, it's a hilarious video. I believe the electric guitar player just has sewn socks. Like, I don't think he has shoes on. (laughs) There's just a lot of things. There's a little choir, and they all look miserable. It's got to have over a million views. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So the funny thing with that is that that song comes into my mind often, and it comes into it a lot more now because we have at Refuge have kind of coined this phrase, Jesus is my friend. Well, it's, we haven't coined that phrase. Well, right, right. We didn't, <laughs> what I'm saying is we're using the okay. phrase. And uh, it, we didn't take it from the video. Really, it's it came out of a, a more sincere uh, you know, position from us, not trying to be funny, but, um, but I think of that song all the time. But we use it in the sense of, really from our first retreat, we were talking about the context of discipleship and how you find yourself in five different contexts. And we talked about those, and it was the social, the public, the you know, personal, the intimate, the divine. And so um, with the divine relationship, that's your one-on-one relationship with Jesus. And so in our content slides that I do, we use Canva. So shout out to Canva, our sponsor. No, they're not. Um, but in the the slide, I used a little graphic of, you know, basically like they're not stick people. What are they? They're like I yeah, like I call mean, them like, I don't like know. cartoon people, basically yeah. like shapes or figures. And it's Jesus giving a person a high five. Again, like no big deal. Well, we got done, and I remember another shout out, Casey Glover told uh she was like if you make that a sticker like i will buy it like you should make that graphic a sticker and i was like ooh, cha-ching <laughs> no not really uh and so we did and honestly that just has kind of stuck and then this retreat this last retreat it was actually the first session was titled jesus is my friend and really the whole retreat was about friendship with jesus and i think it's Funny because we say this, that we don't theme our retreats just because, I mean, there's, we have one goal and that's to equip you to be a disciple that makes disciples on your campus. And so 
every retreat is going to have that kind of content, but we've said this previously because we've shared other retreat content in earlier podcasts. Go back and listen if you haven't. Um, that obviously the months leading up to a specific retreat, we are just really praying and seeking the Lord and what He's laying on our hearts and what He's doing in our lives and the lives of the students that we've been um, walking with. And so we've been, we, we were just praying and asking God, okay, what is this retreat going to like, what sessions are we going to share? We don't do the same sessions every retreat because we have the same students that show up at different retreats and um, we're not going to just repeat the same sessions over and over. And so, yeah, we landed on Jesus is my friend because we talk very frequently about this idea of discipleship where you are reaching your peers. You're trying to get your peers around your table. You're engaging in discipleship relationships with them. We're always very focused on the outward discipleship process. And we fear that sometimes we focus on that so much that we neglect this internal discipleship, which um, that's what we kind of have called it for this retreat is our internal discipleship, which is our friendship with Jesus. And Obviously, that has to be more important than discipling our friends, but that's not saying you have to have this whole internal discipleship friendship with Jesus completely figured out before you disciple other people. But we were we were just feeling like, okay, we really need to let these students know how important it is and what kind of things we need to be evaluating in our own lives to make sure that we are in friendship with Jesus and that we are putting that as a priority above everything else in our lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, session four on our retreats is almost always going to be some kind of sending out, encouraging you, challenging you, motivating you to go out and make disciples. Take everything that we've done this weekend and now go make disciples. We care a lot about that, obviously. But we can't neglect the internal. And if you think about the two greatest commandments in Scripture, like when you look at um, when you look at the verse, I mean, if you just Google two greatest commandments, you're going to see, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So those two, with those two, look, look at the first one, love the Lord your God, internal, love your neighbor, external. So you have the internal and external found right there in the two greatest commandments that we would define. So with that, we wanted to make sure that we talked about your friendship with, with Jesus. And I think that is, it sounds like a childish topic. Like it sounds like, hey, Jesus is your friend. Yeah, and I think we've heard that our whole lives. Yeah, here's a you bracelet. Know, and it kind of gets annoying. It's kind of like, oh, what would Jesus <laughs> do? Or like all of those phrases that we hear all the time. I mean, it, it was one of those for me. I think it was like so popular forever, and then it just kind of goes away, and then you yeah. kind of have like a bad taste in your mouth about it. Right. You know, and I think you hear some people even disagreeing with that phrase. Well, and because you have the whole Jesus is my homeboy movement with the shirt and stuff, and like didn't love that. I remember my that time when I was in high school, that shirt was real popular, and a girl in my youth group wore it to youth that night, and our youth pastor I mean, he despised that shirt, and he just went off on her. Oh, is he? Is he your homeboy? Oh, how disrespectful. I mean, he was. He did not like it. And I'm not saying I loved it, because uh, I think calling Jesus your homeboy is a little, <laughs> I don't know, it, that's a little a little different. But And you don't see the word homeboy in Scripture. Um, but you for sure see Jesus being called our friend. 
in Scripture several times. I mean, John 15 is one of the most popular places that you're going to find it, but it's in several other places in Scripture as well, seeing Jesus as a friend, a friend of sinners. Um, he he straight up just tells his disciples that he views us as his friends. Um, he even gives us parameters around his friendship. If you are my friends, you will obey my commands, um, which is not a bossy term. It's a term saying, I have the best plans for you. I have I have the best purpose for your life. Just just be a friend of mine. Like just let's just have a friendship. And it's a relationship, you know, term as well, because we will always say that the number one, not only the number one best way to disciple your peers is relationship, but internal discipleship is all about your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And I think we're saying too, obviously, we believe that Jesus is way more than just a friend. Oh gosh. Yeah. We're not encompassing all of that Jesus is. We know him by a thousand names, right? Yeah, we do. So it's, it's, it's obvious to us that obviously he's way more than that, but we think it's very important that we're friends with Jesus. And so I guess Adam too, we, we kind of related this at the retreat too. When we think about friendship, what defines a really good friendship? Yeah. I mean, there, again, a lot of words that can come into play, but I, I think of loyalty. I think of, um, authenticity is something if you have a friend uh that you you question their authenticity of whether or not they care about you then that's probably not the person that you're going to want to hang out with the most but um someone who who's there for you that obviously shows that they care for you and shows up um and then you know this a, a matter of authentic they don't have to have all the answers for you um but authenticity to, to in my this is for me I'm not saying this is our definition but for me personally that's a that's a big deal yeah uh, I think of my friends, you know, guys are different than girls when it comes to friendship. They're mm-hmm. a little little different. Um, God made us that way. Thank you. But, uh, for you know, for me, when I look back on my friendships, a lot of my closest friends that I still have are those that I could call today, and I haven't talked to them maybe in months. But I could, I could call them today, and we can pick up right where we left off because there's a level of authenticity there that always was there. Um, now, you know, some that that was not there or we never got to that point, that's, that's gone, you know. But when there's a level of loyalty and authenticity, I feel, for me, that's a, a huge factor. I don't know. What about you? I think for me in friendship, there's a consistency and a dependency um, with each other. And again, girls are different than guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with you, though. I still have those friends that have been my best friends forever. And I know I could call them and they would do anything for me. Um and there is something to that for sure. And I think um, in my own like personal like sphere of influence, my context of just like my friends right in my little circle, it's people that I can rely on, people that reach out, people that um, I talk to, that um, they see the good, bad, and the ugly. You know, it's um, it's somebody that's just there through it all. And so when we relate that to our friendship with Jesus, like how do we compare um, some of our friendships today and to how we're being friends with Jesus and what that looks like in our relationship with him. So I think it's important that one, we have a healthy view of what friendship looks like. And secondly, obviously we can't put earthly friends and people on the same level as Jesus. So um, how do we view our own friendship with Jesus and what does that look like for us in a day-to-day context? And are we expecting, is it a two-way street with him? Is it just, I think for the longest time in my relationship with Jesus, it was just, 
one way. It was mm-hmm. just, oh, this is God, and this is He's a big person. This is who He is to me. But it wasn't like we're in a relationship kind of thing. And so I think um, it's important to kind of evaluate. Okay, what does your personal friendships look like? But then how does that compare and differ to what your relationship with Jesus should look like? Yeah, you said earlier in your your friendship, like accepting your baggage. I think it's hard to. I love this breakdown. I'm not going to get into it because I can get you're going to roll your eyes, but it's hard to talk about a friendship, love, or like companionship without the Hebrew word for love, which is raya. Uh, and again, this makes us sound really smart speaking Hebrew. So with the word for love, raya, this companionship, the, really the definition or breakdown of it is accepting baggage and still like seeing your baggage, seeing what you bring into the relationship and saying, okay, that's fine. We all have our baggage. I still love you. So it's putting aside anything that you bring into it. And I mean, there's no one, no relationship that you will ever have where you will receive more grace than your relationship with Jesus. I mean, it's the whole message of the gospel where he laid down his life for you. So that's a deeper level of intimacy. And when we talk about, and we're going to get into this next week, uh, but when we talk about internal discipleship, it's understanding that relationship, that you can have a relationship with Jesus. This is not religion. This is not a list of things that you have to accomplish or do in order to get into heaven. It's not that. This is a relationship with Jesus. And when you understand that you can have that, then the external discipleship, which obviously we talk a lot about, but this is separate from now, but the external, now instead of being efforts and like working hard, it's overflow from this internal discipleship that you've really been focusing on and spending time on, and it's devotion. Mm -hmm. So when you spend and commit to devoting your life to growing this internal relationship with Jesus, you begin to just see naturally this overflow of external discipleship. And I think that's what we don't want to miss, and we we definitely don't want to... um, like give everyone the the perception on our retreats that we're all about just external and what you can do out there. Yes, we want you and believe we are seeing right now college students making disciples of their peers, and we love it. We had people baptize their peers on our retreat, and it's it's student both of them. It's students that are discipling their friends, and they they just baptize their friends. And to me, which is like the greatest picture of the mission that that we feel like God gave us for Refuge Retreat, which is to encourage, train, disciple these college students to go make disciples of their peers. And that only happens if you are understanding and devoting time to building and growing your relationship and your friendship with Jesus. Yeah, and I think just like as John 15 says, um, those students that are baptizing their friends because they've taught them what it means to be a disciple that makes disciples and they're doing that themselves— they are remaining in him. And so we're going to talk more um, about what it looks like to remain in him because that's what friendship with Jesus looks like, remaining in him. And it says you'll bear much fruit that's going to bring him glory. And so that's the overflow that we'll get into. And so once we figure out how to grow in friendship with Jesus and just remain in him, the overflow of that is going to be discipleship. Yeah. And that word remain is the word abide that you hear a lot and read a lot in John 15. And man, that is like we could do retreats over and over on this thought or this topic. And we did our last retreat. We had a session on intimacy and it was all about like really spending that time in intimacy with Jesus. And when you abide in him and remain in him, 
yeah, you you will just begin to see. We're not saying that everything's going to be easy <laughs> from then on out, or that you're just all of a sudden, man. I've been reading my Bible for a week straight, and now I just made three disciples accidentally. Uh, like we're not saying it's going to be like that. There's still things that we have to do, and, and obedience, and steps that we have to take, uh, steps of faith. But when you understand that Jesus does want to have a friendship with you, and again, like don't think childish, don't think like oh, let's be buddies and you know, whenever I need you, I'll, I'll call you. But it's, it's more so he, he desires such a relationship with you that you would consider him a friend and that he can, he already considers you one. He says that. Um, but for you to consider him a friend and to have this friendship, it's a deep level. And it's honestly, it's the reason he came to earth to be human, to show us that he's flesh, to show us that he's, that he's someone who has come to us to have this friendship and uh, he still desires it now which is I, I think the coolest thing and yes for us to have these hats and stickers and shirts that say Jesus is my friend and these like this logo of like Jesus giving us a high five it looks cheesy and corny but honestly when you break it down it is a very uh very deep and intimate thing for us to be able to have a friendship with the savior of the world i mean it's amazing so we're going to dig in next week to what it actually looks like what what does internal discipleship actually look like how can we work on that internally in our own lives and how can we um, grow this personal relationship with jesus Thank you for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We pray that these 15 to 20 minutes have equipped and encouraged you to be a disciple and make disciples right where you are. We release a new podcast every Monday, so be sure to subscribe, rate, and review if you like this podcast. That would help us. Also, to see a clear picture of what is going on with The Refuge Retreat, follow us on Instagram at The Refuge Retreat NC. Our mission is to unify a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus, and hopefully over there, you'll see just that. Thanks for following along, and we'll see you next week.